0: Happy Friday the 13th. May all your irrational superstitions haunt you today. (laughs) I mean, can you even start that sentence off by saying happy Friday the 13th and then go on, may you be haunted by all your irrational superstitions? (laughs) That doesn't quite make sense to me, but then again, can we even say happy Friday the 13th? Can Friday the 13th even be happy? Well, We think so. So, happy Friday the 13th. We should celebrate it because it's a special day. Friday the 13th only happens one to three times a year. And Friday the 13th happens in October only once every 11 years. Sometimes it happens once every five or six years, but usually it's once every 11 years. In fact, the next time Friday the 13th is going to happen during Halloween month, Won't be until 2028. Not to mention, the next word after happy is what? Friday. Happy Friday the 13th. So Friday the 13th is a Friday. So we think we should celebrate it. That's why we're putting out this bonus episode today. Because it's Friday the 13th. So we think we should celebrate it. But then again, we are Happy Life Studios. So of course we're. We're going to think that, right? (laughs) Well, these two guys were robbing this hotel, and they weren't the brightest guys in the world. The first one hears sirens, and he says to his accomplice, It's the cops! Jump! The second one looks at him and says, Are you crazy? We're on the 13th floor, to which the first one screams back, This is no time to be superstitious. (laughs) Like the quote I read from the guy by the name of Anonymous, who said... I'm more afraid of those that are afraid of Friday the 13th than I am of Friday the 13th. So, can Friday the 13th be happy? Well, I guess that all depends. Are you superstitious? Because you know what they say. You shouldn't be superstitious about Friday the 13th because if you are, it'll bring you bad luck. (laughs) However, if you are superstitious, you're not alone. Mike Olson on the DNVR.com says, quote, to the surprise of many, the fear or superstition of the number 13 is an exceptionally real thing, especially in the United States. He goes on to say a quick Googling will show you the primary threads, finding those 13 associations with Judas, Loki and a host of others who found themselves attached to the number through mythology and lore. Funny enough, you just have to travel across a pond or border in many cases to find folks who will readily disagree. In countries such as Egypt, Italy, India, Japan, and others, 13 is actually considered a very fortuitous, auspicious omen or a favorable thing. It's it's, it's lucky for them. They think the number 13 is lucky, in other words. He goes on to say, from a distance... Here we go. The bottom line seems to be that the number simply takes on the power you imbue it with, end quote. It takes on the power that we give it. So yes, Friday the 13th can be happy, or it can be scary. <laughs> I guess that's really all up to us. So don't be superstitious on Friday the 13th, because it'll show you how to operate this is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get, it's not hard to get, it's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. Hey, what's up happy lifers i'm so happy that you joined us today on this bonus special awesome day i'm gonna call it a holiday because we're the official podcast of a holiday so i can do that let's call friday the 13th a holiday then we get like one to three more holidays a year anyway we're putting out a bonus podcast because it isn't just friday the 13th but it's friday the 13th during scare month or during halloween or during october so with that thought in mind we decided we want to do a bonus podcast on Friday the 13th. On Friday the 13th. (laughs) King Friday the 13th, that is. You know, King Friday the 13th, that puppet from that iconic children's TV show that had 31 seasons, second in length only to Sesame Street, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. To be honest, we we call that a children's show, but I think, honestly, I bet you more adults like it and watch it than kids do. King Friday the 13th was one of the main puppets that Fred Rogers used in Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, and I would much rather talk about King Friday the 13th than I would Jason of Friday the 13th, because I don't need help in that scary area. I don't need help in the horror area. My brain can go there on its own. I don't need to feed it anything. I've got a lot of friends that watch the scary movies. Not me, man. No way. So on Friday the 13th, I thought, let's talk about King Friday the 13th, that puppet from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. But as I thought more about this, I came to realize that King Friday the 13th actually has several things in common with Jason of Friday the 13th, the American horror franchise, believe it or not. And that's kind of scary, if you ask me. <laughs> I mean, I'm just cracking up because only at Happy Life Studios would someone try and compare <laughs> Mr. Rogers <laughs> to Friday the 13th horror franchise, right? On the one hand, you got the innocent, life changing, loved, iconic children's show. And on the other hand, you got one of the scariest, most popular, and iconic horror movie franchises in history so why not there's a there's a task for us so here are a few just a few things that i came with that king friday the 13th and jason of friday the 13th have in common first of all one lost his kingdom the other lost his life which in my opinion i think is pretty close to the same thing king friday the 13th had no kingdom he had lost his kingdom in mr roger's neighborhood But Jason had no life because he had lost his life. I think it was in the first movie. I don't know the movies very well, so if I get some stuff wrong, that's probably why, like I said, I don't watch (laughs) watch scary movies. But a king without a kingdom is just like a man without a life. What is a king without a kingdom? What is a man without a life? It's a king without a purpose, a man without a purpose. A king without a kingdom, it's a scary thing. I've seen enough of those movies to know, right? The castles, the kings, all that stuff. When the king had no kingdom, when the king had no purpose, they can become very, very scary with that power. A king without a kingdom is a scary thing. But so is a man without a life or purpose. In other words, Jason isn't the only 13 that's scary here. Power without responsibility, like a king without a kingdom, becomes abusive. Power without purpose, like in Jason, without a life, becomes abusive. A king without a kingdom demands attention and respect, but doesn't feel they have to do anything to earn it, and it just doesn't work that way, and that's what makes it scary. Like the conversation that King Friday the 13th had with Mayor Maggie. He said, I'm about to make an announcement. To which she replied with, can we help you, King Friday? Of course. Well, what can we do? You can listen. (laughs) I mean, King Friday the 13th was arrogant. He was pompous. He had a heightened sense of self-importance. You're probably like, don't be ruining Mr. Rogers for me. Don't worry, we'll pull it back around. But let's just be honest. That's what King Friday the 13th was like. He was kind of scary. He was a king without a kingdom. He demanded ridiculous, stupid rules within his kingdom and then expected everyone to obey his every command without question. He demanded that everyone would greet him with, correct as usual, King Friday. One time he got a a parrot for a pet who wouldn't submit. He wouldn't say the things that King Friday was expected and used to having said. And Speedy Delivery, you know, the guy that delivered the parrot says, he only says what he he learned. Well, King Friday the 13th wanted nothing to do with that, and he sent that parrot away. He was arrogant. He, He wanted everyone to do what he told them to do. He blamed other people for his issues, like the time he farted in front of Queen Sarah Saturday. King Friday farted in front of Queen Saturday and then tried to blame it on his son. Sounds like a bad children's book right there, doesn't it? (laughs) But he did. He liked to use really big words to make himself look or sound more important. Instead of row, row, row your boat, he would sing propel, propel, propel your craft. Three blind mice turned into three rodents with defective eyesight. And twinkle, twinkle little star became scintillate, scintillate stellar orb. (laughs) this is this is how he how that just convoluted the whole twinkle twinkle little star is so easy and it's so fun and it's so childlike and it's so simple right but when you got people that have no kingdom, they have no purpose, they love to get wordy, they like to look more important than, just like King Friday the 13th, listen to 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 his words Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. He took that poem, that song, and then he made it all complicated. I just had to read it because it just, it cracks me up. It's scintillate scintillate, diminutive stellar orb. How inexplicable to me seems this stupendous problem of your existence. Elevated at such an immeasurable distance, an apparently perpendicular direction from this terrestrial planet which we occupy, resembling in thy dazzling and unapproachable effulgence, a gem of purest carbon set solitary in a universe of space. Just not the same thing. Sometimes we want to make ourselves feel more important so we can get really wordy here. And then we lose the whole potency of the whole thing. That's not how twinkle, twinkle little Star should be. (laughs) But he was a king without a kingdom. King Friday the 13th wanted everyone to know he was also very busy being a king. It was not easy being a king. So he sang the song called I'm Busy Being Busy. Here are just some of the lyrics. I'm busy being busy. Yes, the calendar's my task. I'm busy giving dates away to all who come and ask. You'll never know how much I do. I'm busy being busy. I don't have time to even end this rhyme. I'm very busy. So both King Friday the 13th and Jason of Friday the 13th lost the kingdom, lost their life, lost their purpose. Number two, both King Friday the 13th and Jason of Friday the 13th are fictitious. They're both made up. Jason was made up by Hollywood and King Friday the 13th was made up by Fred Rogers. Jason was an actor in a fictitious movie. He's not real. He's fake. He's made up, but he has still changed how a lot of people view their life, how a lot of people live their life, especially on Friday the 13th especially around Halloween, especially around scary seasons. King Friday the 13th lived in a land of make-believe. So, you know, talk about fictitious. He lived in the land of make-believe. But he also changed how a lot of people view life, how they live their life, only not just on certain seasons, every day he helped people change how they view life, how they live their life. And he lived in a land of make-believe. Both are puppets. King Friday the 13th is controlled by Fred Rogers and Jason of Friday the 13th is controlled by revenge. Fred Rogers said this. He said, the only thing evil can't stand is forgiveness. Wow. I mean, if you want to conquer evil, if you want to kick its butt, It's simple. Forgive. Because the only thing evil can't stand is forgiveness. But the opposite is true as well. If you want evil to conquer you, if you want evil to control you, then don't. Don't forgive. See, we're not letting the person that hurt us off the hook when we forgive. We're letting ourselves off the hook. And we're stopping the flow of evil because the only thing that evil can't Stand is forgiveness. And that's what controlled Jason of Friday the 13th. So enough already. Enough trying to destroy my Mr. Rogers vibe. All I'm trying to say is I think that Mr. Rogers was trying to paint this leader, trying to show children through this leader, King Friday the 13th, that this leader was human with his flaws as well. But this, you want to talk about the opposite of ruining your vibe, all those negative things actually makes me feel better when I flip it on this right here. Think about that. Despite all those negative attributes King Friday the 13th had, I'm not the only one that has negative attributes. King Friday the 13th from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, (laughs) he had them too. Yet despite all those negative things he had, he was loved and watched on the daily by thousands. He was kind. He was teachable. He might have been arrogant and pompous, but he was also polite and nice and always wanted to help others, but he didn't have a kingdom that he could help others, which oftentimes when we get rid of that kingdom and we can't help others, we can become pompous and arrogant and mean. And But when we have a kingdom, and we have people who want to help. That kind of flips all that. King Friday the 13th, he was a great whistler. He used to go in the royal forest and spend time with his pet birds. King Friday the 13th was an incredible puppet. Incredible force. Despite all of his negativities. It's why he needed to find his kingdom. Despite all of his negativities. According to MrRogers.org, when Queen Saturday Sarah... Which interestingly enough, Fred Rogers named Queen Saturday Sarah after his wife, Sarah Joanne Rogers, which I think is really cool. But when Queen Saturday Sarah senses that King Friday the 13th's arrogance comes from his need to show off his importance, she is one of the few in the neighborhood who can soften him, letting him know he's loved for who he is, which is exactly the opposite of Jason, of Friday the 13th. I mean, they have so many similarities, but they are completely opposite each other. It's all in the DNA. This is what separates light from dark. It's what separates happy from unhappy. It's the why we do something. Why we do it is so much more important, and so much more vital than what we actually do. Like Fred Rogers, what he did. He saw the problem, but he did something about it. Fred Rogers thought outside the box and he went outside the box. I came across this podcast description from Seth Godin's Akimbo podcast. And frankly, it lines up perfectly with why Fred Rogers started Mr. Rogers neighborhood in the first place. It says Akimbo, which is the name of the podcast is an ancient word from the bend in the river or the bend in an archer's bow. It's become a symbol for strength A posture of possibility, the idea that when we stand tall, arms bent, looking right at it, we can make a difference. Akimbo's a podcast about our culture and about how we can change it and seeing what's happening and choosing to do something. The culture is real, but it can be changed. You can bend it. Man, if that isn't what we need right now, today. That's what Mr. Rogers did. He didn't just think outside the box. He went outside the box. He did something. He saw a need. He he was in seminary to become a minister. And he comes home on break. He has one year left. We talk more about this in episode 138 called Mr. Rogers from about probably five years ago. Um, if you want to check it out, we talk more about it in there. I'm not going to get into it now. But basically, he was on a path to become a minister. He comes home and sees TV for the first time, and he sees how TV is being used, and he's like, they're doing it wrong. He didn't just think outside the box. He did something about it. He left seminary. His parents thought he was nuts, if I remember correctly. And he left seminary, and he said he started a television show, and he did it all wrong. He broke all the rules, and yet he did it as a meek quiet man. He, he paused. He took rest. He, he wasn't obnoxious. He he The way he did it was completely different than any other show. But he did it because he saw the need. He didn't like what he saw in television for children. In fact, he said in an interview, quote, I think that children probably watch a lot of television that isn't good for them. I think that they watch too much television. But when there aren't alternatives it's very hard to have the set turned off End quote so he knew something was up but he did something about it it's easy to sit back and complain and criticize and and know something's wrong but it's another thing to do something about it that's what changes the world that's what changes people in fact mr rogers felt like the time when the tv was off was the most important time not when his show was on His show was on, he was pushing for when the show was off. Does that make sense? He created that show. That's why they talked about a lot of make-believe. He was trying to teach kids through his show how to make-believe, how to dream, how how to use their imagination so that when the show was shut off, when the TV was shut off, it would help them know how to live their lives without having to have a screen in front of them. It wasn't about his screen time. It was about their off time. He felt like that time was a very wholly important time when the TV was off. When Mr. Rogers was asked if kids enjoyed watching TV or did they just watch it because it's easier than doing something else, he replied with, quote, There are some children who can get themselves far enough away from the fantasy not to be frightened by it, but there are a lot of very frightening things on television. That's why Mr. Rogers even invented the character King Friday the 13th, because he knew that was such a scary day to a lot of people and probably even scarier to children. And he wanted to show them they had nothing to worry about in Friday the 13th. It's just superstition. So what does he do? He flips superstition and fear and turns them into celebration and fun. He flips superstition and fear into celebration and fun. And every Friday the 13th, no matter what, if it happened one or two or three times in that year, every Friday the 13th, they celebrated with the birthday of King Friday the 13th. So on the other hand, you got quotes like this from Friday the 13th series, you know, by Crazy Ralph, when he'd say, you're doomed, you're all doomed. That's kind of the DNA behind Friday the 13th. It's a scary movie. It's supposed to scare you. But we got a lot of things out there on TV that are very scary for a lot of people. And we've got a lot of people running TV, in charge of TV. I mean, there are so many cool stories that we could put out. Mr. Rogers put out positive stuff all the time, highlighted positive people, modern-day heroes all the time. And yet now we got media as well as social media who just wants to, you're doomed, you're all doomed the dna the why behind what they do to get followers or whatever that's the what try to get views try to get likes try to get followers if i have to use fear anxiety if i have to use darkness if i have that's that's using the way of jason of friday the 13th but using love and light and hope and peace and patience and mr roger just talks slow and he would Sometimes he broke all the rules, like the one time where he, he, he would take an entire minute on a show and do nothing for an entire minute on a kid's show. Are you kidding me? And those kids checked in, man. They were spot on. They So he used things like positivity and love and hope, and he changed the world. He used a guy like king friday the 13th or maybe i should say a puppet here but he used a puppet like king friday the 13th despite all of his pompous arrogant over self indulgence despite all that <laughs> king friday the 13th still helped people change their lives for the better and despite our weaknesses i mean doesn't that make you feel good <laughs> that despite our weaknesses i know for me despite all my many weaknesses i can still use light to snuff out dark I can still use hope. I can still use my brokenness, but make the world a better place versus using fear and manipulation and fear tactics to try to get people, to control people into what you want. And I can't think of anything much more opposite than the Friday 13th quote, you're doomed, you're all doomed, than how Mr. Rogers would go out the door every episode, reminding his viewers... You make each day such a special day, you know how, by just your being you. There's only one person in the whole world exactly like you, and that's you yourself. And people can like you exactly as you are. It's such a good feeling, a very good feeling, the feeling you know that we're friends. Happy Friday the 13th. D-Base.